Welcome to the Boneyard with Steve Robertson. As always, I am your good friend and host, Steve Robertson, here on the Maroon Friday edition of The Yard. Hope you're wearing maroon today. We've got to have some normalcy in our lives. I understand there has been a big disruption in our normal way of living. That's one of the reasons that I am uh, I'm 100% committed to bringing you three shows a week. I understand we don't have any games to cover. There are still plenty of things to talk about in relation to Mississippi State sports. There's recruiting stuff to talk about. There will be the latest decisions. There will be some other things that, that kind of come up, and we're going to do our best to keep you informed right here on the show. Excited to be with you today. Excited to have a semblance of routine because here's what I'm not going to do. I, I can't speak for you. I'm not going to be a recluse. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm going to take precautions, and I'm going to you know stay home when I, when I need to. But I'm not going to live with a spirit of fear. Not, not going to do it. Absolutely not going to not going to sit around watching uh, the cables, news networks, and those kind of people, and just kind of waiting for the next bad thing to happen. Because that's what those people live off of is all this fear mongering. And you know, one one of the best decisions that I have made in my life about ten, fifteen years ago was to stop watching the news. The only time I watch it is in times of crisis, and then once I get what I need, I kind of move on. And you can say, well, you know, Steve, that's a little bit naive or whatever. So be it. I've been a lot happier because I have found that there is a never-ending cycle of those folks feeding you more and more and more sickness. Oh, well, this happened, and this person did this, and they start getting so caught up in the minutia and find a way to politicize every single thing that happens in this country, and I just choose not to live that way. So you will feel free to live however you choose, but uh, I am going to do my best to spend some time kind of working on the next book, doing some more interviews. Uh, getting those things done, making use of this downtime in a very positive and productive way. My hope is that you will join me in some respects. There are some new developments that we can share with you. We hope to do that today. And we'll kind of look ahead, kind of what our plan is at Gene's page and uh, what we want to do kind of moving forward to kind of these next couple of months. You know, it's one of those things, you know, the regular season ends in May anyway for most schools. And so, you know, there's always the adjustment and kind of the recalibration of sorts, but uh, this is something that has been unprecedented in our lifetimes. We're not just gonna sit around and uh, twiddle our thumbs and say, you know what, let's hope for the best. We're gonna continue to do our best to try to provide you with some news about Mississippi State, some recruiting news, former player news, rule changes, any of that kind of stuff that comes along, we're gonna do our best to give you something besides the day-to-day -day grind of worrying about this uh, dadgum virus. And it is a very serious thing that has everybody's attention. And I'm, I'm certainly not suggesting that we just go and live our lives as we always have, kind of willy-nilly, not really worrying about the possibilities. There have been some new cases, as you guys are aware. There are three now in Mississippi, presumptive cases, all in Forest County. One of the most recent additions, a 65-year-old woman and two men there in Forest County. Don't know any details beyond that, but this is something that has impacted our state. The state of Alabama gets their first case, so I guess that Alabama defense not quite as potent as many expected it to be. Pardon the pun there. But this is something we're all going to work through together. I want to thank our good friends, Bulldog Burger Company. When you're in town, please go by and see them. They're still open for business. They're not canceled. They haven't stopped making the spring rolls. They're still, they're still serving the Brownies Jubilee the jubilation brownie, whatever you want to call it. Go by, check them out. Many people are kind of wanting to get out. They get a little stir crazy after a while because, you know, when you get on the, the wheel of going to ball games, all that sort of stuff, and all of a sudden it's taken away, 
you kind of wonder what you want to do and you want to get out of the house. Bulldog Burger Company, more than happy to, to serve you, have you come by. They'll treat you like uh, like a celebrity when you go in there. They're going to be happy to see you. A lot of people around, especially with kids kind of having an extended break, you can get in there without any trouble. should be able to find good parking right now in the Cotton District. So go to Bulldog Burger Company tonight and enjoy the fine biddles that they serve there at Bulldog Burger Company in Starkville and in Tupelo. On University Drive here in Stark Vegas and on Gloucester Street there in Tupelo. Get out and go support them as they support your local communities. Bulldog Burger Company, the place where people in Starkville and Tupelo go to meet. M-E-A-T. All right, so our big news today is there is some discussion now. There has been no official declaration, but there is some discussion about the NCAA granting an additional year of eligibility to spring athletes. Now, what that means right now is those are your track and field athletes. Those are your baseball, softball, basketball at this point, unaffected. And that's going to be a difficult sell, to be honest with you. One of the reasons that is going to be a difficult sell is, number one, there is but one division, one division for college basketball. That's Division One. There are currently 347 Division I basketball teams, give or take a couple. And for the overwhelming majority of those teams, the season's already over. Yeah, there are a few still playing conference tournaments and that sort of stuff. But by and large, many people are, are done. They're absolutely finished with their college basketball season. And so you look at it and say, okay, well, what about some of these contending teams? They're still playing. They were denied the ability to play for a, a national championship. That is something everybody's kind of figuring out. But with the regular season over, and for some, for many programs, their conference tournaments were over or somewhat in, in process. And so there have already been some teams, you know, removed from contention, when you begin to kind of break that down, only 64 teams plus the play-in teams were expected to make the NCAA tournament field. That's right around 20%. So nearly 80% of college basketball is already done. And so if you go back and add, give everybody an additional year, I don't know that that's fair. I understand that the, uh, you know, the, the loss of the ability to play for a championship has been removed. But when you think about all the other teams that, uh, you know, have already ended their seasons, if they're granted another year, they haven't really been inconvenienced. It just kind of complicates the issue. So I don't expect the winter sports to be granted that. And I guess that's just my opinion. It's based on what I've heard and read. I think that's going to be a very, very difficult proposition. Now, how does this all work for baseball and softball? What I understand is, is that for any senior that elects to return, they will be processed through the waiver, and it'll be a very, very short process. They'll be granted an eligibility, and an additional year of eligibility, and scholarship limitations for baseball and softball will be waived for one year. I know some people are saying, well, then you've got redshirt years. No, listen, that, the, the, let's not convolute the issue. There's not a lot of seniors anyway in baseball. And so they're going to grant them an additional year. Most of your juniors are going to sign anyway. And so some of them may have the ability to come back and gain an extra year of leverage, and that's something to kind of be considered. But by and large, this is kind of a senior rule here as it's been kind of rolled out right now. And, again, it's still in its infancy. It's still kind of in committee and that sort of stuff. And so there's, there's still some things to kind of 
to kind of massage in this whole thing to give you a final product. But it does appear that seniors will be granted relief for baseball and softball. So they'll be able to return. And then there's the whole issue of grad school. That won't be a, that won't be a factor at most programs. And then you know we've had the 11.7 scholarships for baseball for some time. That's all going to be waived for one year. It should be waived for eternity, but it's going to be waived for one year. So for guys like Spencer Price and Riley Self, they will have an opportunity to come back and show professional scouts that they're good to go. Now, of course, there's always a possibility they get drafted this year and go ahead and go. So it's not going to be the number that I think a lot of people are projecting. There's kind of this you know, doomsday scenario where people are thinking, oh, it's going to be you know, complete gridlock out there because you've got freshmen coming in. But there's not a lot of baseball seniors out there. There, there aren't. And there'll be even less of them return. And so it is the right decision to give those guys the option to return, and ladies, for softball. But it's not going to be, especially on the baseball side, it's not going to be the nightmare that some people are making it out to be. I think some people would complain no matter what decisions are made. There's nothing at this point that we can do uh, to change the decision that's been taken that's taken place. Now, there have been some discussions that perhaps the SEC and Big 12 and Pac-12 may elect to resume play this spring. Speaking with a couple people yesterday, the thinking is in the event that you played this year, even though those games are not sanctioned by the NCAA, that that would count as a year of eligibility and then not, then those players not be eligible for next year. So it's almost and again, this is not official yet, but if that line of thinking is correct, it's basically the NCAA kind of ensuring that we're done for this year without them kind of coming out and saying it. One of the things that I wanted to share, too, there are a lot of people that act like the NCAA is kind of the federal government, that it oversees everything. The NCAA Board of Governors is kind of made up of, you know, the member institutions. You know, the NCAA is itself, you know, the school's are themselves and they're, they're all part of the NCAA and so it's not like it's a dictatorship or somebody up there is sitting there making these decisions which is what made yesterday's baseball cancellation the the, the cancellation of the College World Series such a surprise it's because Greg Sankey said himself who is among the best conference commissioners in, in the in the in all of college football and sports Greg Sankey says they were not consulted the NCAA has kind of made a unilateral decision and said, so we're going to cancel the College World Series, you know, three months before it's set to begin. Uh, so it's pretty clear they made a decision without speaking to leadership around, you know, the college athletic directors. And so that kind of remains uh, an issue that I think will be a burr in the saddle. But I think at this point, we all need to prepare for the fact that we are, we're not going to have sports. We're not going to have college sports the remainder of the semester. There have already been some states. I read that Louisiana has already elected to uh, to suspend school activities until April. There is a discussion. I, by the time this show goes public, it might have already been you know, determined that the Mississippi High School Activities Association was already meeting, and that there was already some uh, some chatter behind the scenes that they're going to suspend athletic events because of the fact that they exceed the 250 person um, you know crowd threshold that so many people are suggesting or issue and the thing that I have learned about life is that uh, it only takes one person to get you infected with anything no matter how many people are around and of course you you certainly uh, you know lessen your your odds by staying home 
And so that's what a lot of this is about. You know, this again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an addictionologist or a contagion expert or anything like that. But let me just share with you, there are a lot of people out there just they're trying to stop the spread of this so it doesn't over, overwhelm the healthcare industry. Because there are a lot of people out there that aren't listening to this show. There are people out there that aren't reading the newspaper. There are people that aren't on Twitter. There are people that aren't on Facebook, and they're kind of immune to the news. They're just kind of going about life, you know, living in a, in a, in a bubble. And uh, they're not going to take precautions. You know, I ran to Walmart yesterday, and it was one of those things. It, it, it seemed kind of weird. It, was, it, it almost felt like post-Katrina. I mean, you sit around and you read this stuff all day, every day for a couple of days, and you, you hit the highway, and, and you're surprised when you see people. There are still people out there living their lives, and so you have to protect yourself. And there's no guarantee that uh, that we're all going to get the virus. But the bottom line is that it is something that that is impacting all of us. And so the NCAA, I believe, has made a good decision here and kind of opened the door. And, and let's give credit to Jeff Goodman. Jeff Goodman, I believe, was the first that had it. Jeff Goodman, here's it. Here, here's his, here's his exact statement. NCAA Council Coordination Committee has agreed to grant relief for the use of season of competition for student athletes who have participated in spring sports. The committee will also discuss issues for winter sport athletes. So, you know, you can take that a couple of ways. And I, again, that's why we'll, we'll wait and see exactly what the, uh, what the NCAA has to say. It says players in spring sports get another year of eligibility, NCAA looking to do with those who played winter sports. And so you can take that a couple different ways. Does everybody get another year of eligibility? And, and if that's the case, then there's going to have to be some relaxing of scholarship limitations for the foreseeable future. I was told yesterday that it was probably a, a one year of relief. So we'll wait and see what all the, the, the facts are. But the bottom line is there are some decision makers that are making decisions for the betterment of the student athletes, for those of them that have been negatively impacted by all this, which is all of them, uh, to grant them another year of eligibility. And so, but again, the, the senior issue is the real issue because it is their final year of eligibility. And so that that's kind of where I think you're going to see you're kind of the ebb and flow with all of this. There'll be some seniors that elect to come back but it won't be quite as many as people are, for, are forecasting. And again, we'll see what happens with basketball. Don't want to belabor the point, but I don't think that's going to work out. I want to remind you guys, too, that uh, I have made a switch to Hawthorne. Very, very happy. You know, Hawthorne also will, if you go watch their videos on their website, they'll tell you how, to, how you should properly apply cologne. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, and there's no guide or there's no, you know, there's no class you take or anything that teaches you how to buy cologne. Visit the website at hawthorne.co. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E.co, and take the quiz. They will match you based on your personal preferences with their products that fit you. I'm very pleased with everything that I've got from them. You can get the body lotion, you can get body wash, you can get shampoo, conditioner, you get cologne. The cologne is absolutely fantastic. It's the best cologne that I have ever owned, and I don't say that out of hyperbole. I mean it. If you've been around me, you'll understand. I'll, I'll tell anybody that's listening when I'm around, when people make a comment, hey, where's that cologne from? What's hotthorn.co? You're going you're gonna to love it. Go by, take the quiz, find the products that fit for you. You can set up replenishing shipments, and I think you're going to want to do that eventually. And maybe you get the initial products and check it out, and then you go back and, and set those up. You're going you're gonna to be happy. It's a symphony of scent at hawthorne.co. By being a loyal Bungard listener, we'll give you a phrase that saves you a little cash. 
and that's Boneyard. Gets 10% off that first order. Go give it a shot. I'm telling you, everybody around you will, will compliment you on the way you smell because you're never going to smell better. So let's talk about this more baseball thing. So I spoke with a few people yesterday and said, okay, we're hearing some things. You know, Kendall Rogers and those guys you know, know a lot more people than most of us do when it comes to college baseball. But we were hearing some chatter that uh, there may be some conferences kind of split away from the NCAA here on this issue and say, hey, listen, we're going to go play baseball. We may not have fans, but we're still going to play baseball. We're going to give these kids a chance to go and compete. But there's no national championship at the end of the rainbow. There's no trip to Omaha out there for them. And so you begin to ask yourself, what are you playing for? You know, for guys like Josh Hatcher, you know, Justin Foskey was a guy that's kind of proven who he is. I don't know that, you know, that he that he can improve his stock. I think people know exactly what he can and can't do. But a guy like Josh Hatcher that's been in and out of the lineup for a couple of years as a role player is really getting his first chance to shine. This is a guy that could play his way into some better options. And so now that has been uh, removed you know, from the possibilities for a guy like Josh. He will not have the opportunity to improve his stock. And we never know what's going to happen between now and a Major League Baseball draft. I mean, if there are no games to be played, then there are no scouts on the road. If there are no scouts on the road, then there are no new, no fresh evaluations. So there's no chance for people to improve their standing in the eyes of Major League Baseball. That's unfortunate. And so I, that's part of the thinking for those guys. Number one, they work and they want to play. With or without fans, they want to play. And you, let's say, for an example, that you go out here and you play and compete and uh, you know you compete for a Southeastern Conference championship. And I was told yesterday that let's just say, for an example, that not all conferences return uh, to the fields of play this spring, that what you could do is just, just play conference baseball and then possibly play a midweek game against a team from a neighboring conference. We wouldn't have a lot of you know, across-the-country travel and that sort of stuff. You may even get back on the buses. Don't know. But those were some of the things that were kind of discussed. But it does feel like with the NCAA kind of dangling this carrot out there about an initial year of eligibility, that they're really trying to shut things down without just coming out and shutting things down. The NCAA controls NCAA men's and women's tournament and the College World Series and the Women's College World Series. So those are events that, you know, they can just say, you know what, we're not going to have those events. But they can't stop Mississippi State from practicing. They can't stop the Pac-12 schools from practicing. You know, under the Big Ten has come out, they have suspended all sporting activity, including practice. That hasn't happened in the SEC yet. And so yesterday was a day off for Mississippi State baseball. They did not go out and practice because of the fact Monday, you remember, was a travel day. Tuesday, Monday was a practice day. Tuesday was a game day. Wednesday was a game day. And so when you begin to really look at how they played, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, get down to Biloxi, practice on Monday, play Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday was their day off, and they get a mandatory day off each and every week because they were set to practice today. Don't know if they did. Don't know what's going to happen with that moving forward. But, you know, everybody else right now is kind of free to make their own decisions about that. What does this mean for spring football? We don't know yet. We do know that Mississippi State has extended spring break for another week. And so spring football will push back at least a week. Players won't be required to report until after the two weeks of spring break are over. And there's installs to do and there's, you know, play playbooks to work on and all that kind of stuff. And there's depth charts to fill out. And all of that will likely be pushed back a little bit. 
at this point, the NCAA is allowing the conferences to make their own decisions, and Greg Zanke is allowing the universities to make their own decisions about all of that. So what does that mean? At this point, we don't know. And it all changes so quickly. It's like I recorded a show a couple nights ago to kind of bring you up to speed, and by the time the show aired, the NCAA had canceled the men's and women's tournament. You know, that was the thing. They were going to play the SC tournament without fans, and then the next day, the SC tournament was canceled. And so things are happening very quickly. One of the things that I've been told by uh, a couple of folks that uh, I trust is a lot of these decisions are being made to kind of avoid litigation and kind of avoid potential injury to other people. It's like, say, for an example, if, uh, you know, like the SEC tournament, you know, the players don't have a voice. And so if they're forced to play and somebody gets sick, and then all of a sudden they go home and they infect their family or their grandparents or whatever, and somebody dies, and all of a sudden NCAA could be on the hook for negligence. And so there's a lot of these decisions that are being made kind of with that in mind. You know, yes, you want to help the health crisis, but at the same time, too, there is a self-preservation aspect to all this, too, is that we're not going to force people to go out here in a situation that is unprecedented and just live life like they always have and just kind of hope for the best. It's a scary time for a lot of people. And a lot of people out there say, well, you know, Steve, a lot of this is kind of overblown. It's a real overreaction. But what if it's not? And those are the things you have to think about. There's so so much about all this we don't know. And it's easy to get caught up because we all want to watch sports. We all want to participate in sports. We all want to have a chance to cover sports and, and enjoy the great things that kind of give us an escape from our everyday lives. But But what if it's not that simple? You know, what What if it is a lot more serious than people have shared? And, and, I, and I tweeted that a couple of days ago when they began to cancel everything. Is there's got to be something they're not telling us. And I don't mean to be a conspiracy theorist or anything of those of that brand, but the bottom line is, is that this could be an overreaction. And there's a big part of me that believes that's probably the case. But would we really want... You know, let's just say somebody come in and, you know, say somebody from a, another part of the country come in, come to Dirty Noble Field, and, and they've, they're carriers of this virus, and they spread it to all of us, and then all of a sudden we start having, you know, people within our community die, because this is a very lethal situation. And people say, well, you know, there's, you know, the flu kills a lot of people too, and it does, but there's a, there's a vaccine for the flu. You can take Tamiflu. And so, you know, I, I get both sides of this, and I think it's better to show an abundance of caution. But it's also uh, important to realize there are a lot of people out there that are that have worked very hard that are going to be negatively impacted by this through no fault of their own. So if you're asking me right now, I think we're done playing college sports this year. I think it was a possibility that, you know, maybe cooler heads would prevail here in a couple of weeks. And, you know, maybe, maybe as we saw that perhaps infection rates weren't what people feared they would be. And there's always that chance but I don't think at this point anybody's thinking, okay, let's hurry up and get the teams back on the field. I think everybody wants to be sure that for the most part we have this thing eradicated and arrested. And, and I understand there may not be a vaccine until next year. You know, there's just a lot of things that are, that are going on with this. There's a lot of moving parts to this and variables that, that people much smarter than, than you and I are having to deal with. And so we'll abide by the precautionary uh, suggestions and, and, uh, you know, we don't have any choice about sports since we all want to get together and go play. 
Well, there are some sports that are still being played, and our friends at my bookie, they're still willing to take your bet. And uh, UFC is going to have uh, some fights this weekend. Don't know if fans are going to be there, but my bookie, our friends at mybookie.ag, they're still taking bets on all that. Uh, Kevin Lee, Charles uh, Charles Oliveri, they're going to fight. Uh, so you've got some some big fights there, some other things going on. And listen, perhaps you're getting a little bit stir-crazy, and maybe you're a person who likes to get out and go gamble, and maybe you're thinking, you know what, I don't know that I want to be in a casino right now and be around a bunch of people. So you can go to the online casino at mybookie.ag and uh, give those folks an opportunity to kind of scratch your itch if that's what you're interested in. If you're a person that enjoys gambling, they're, they're more than happy uh, to assist you. And they're one of those places, too, that uh, they're not going to give you a hard time by getting paid. That's not, that's not what they do. There's a great place for you to cash in. They offer live betting on every game and every sporting event around the, just about everywhere around the world. Uh, you can bet on almost anything, including the Democratic nomination, presidential election, even the name of the next pope. A bookie caters to players of all skill level, and whether you research each matchup or just kind of pick and choose, kind of like the Christopher Columbus method, my bookie's got something for you. Join now and start winning big today. Sick and tired of getting to run around when you ask for a payout, my bookie pays fast when you win with decades of expertise. Great customer service and hassle-free transactions. Why would you bet anywhere else? That's visit mybookie.ag. Use promo code Boneyard for a 50% deposit bonus. That's right, 50%. That's promo code Boneyard. Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at mybookie. You know, we talk about how this thing has become such a, a domino effect. You know, and once once things began to kind of move out there, it affected all aspects of sports. There was talk that NASCAR was going to go ahead and run some races this weekend, I think, in, in Houston and Atlanta. And then they, then they elected to kind of back off that decision. And then golf has kind of backed off their decision. I understand the Masters has been canceled or postponed or whatever. Um, that's interesting. But there are some boxing events that are expected to take place. There are some... Uh, Live UFC events, Dana White's come out, said the show must go on. But uh, they were unsure about having fans, which is probably probably the right call. Just because we want to, you know, we all want to kind of hurt the spread of this thing. We don't want to be out there and be spreading uh, this virus around. But there are going to be some events out there. And I think a lot of what a lot of people are going to do is uh, they're going to sit home and watch Netflix and, uh, and eat popcorn. And that's probably me, too. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the SEC Network and others do for programming. ESPN, people like that. I, I saw earlier today that Florida and Auburn softball was on. They were playing, uh, you know, that that replaying some classic games. And, uh, you know, it's one of the things that we love about sports, but it's different when it's not happening live. You know what I'm saying? It's just some games out there, you know, you'd like to relive again. And some games that perhaps your team played and won. But it's just not the same. As much as I would enjoy watching that, you know, like if they if they dug up that old Florida game, that old Thursday night game, when State just destroyed Florida, you know, and Shane Matthews, I, I would watch that again because I hadn't seen it in forever in a day. And there's some young people out there that would uh, love to be able to see some of that. I'm sure. You know, they they dug up the 2014 Mississippi State one over Auburn and Dak Prescott taking us to number one. I, I'd like to watch that again too. But it's never going to be the same, you know, as live sports. And speaking of Dak, I mean, that's one of the things, too, that will be in the headlines, too, some of these contract negotiations. And, you know, there will be some NBA declarations. We're already preparing, of course, for Reggie Perry to go ahead and announce his intentions of entering the NBA draft. 
since college basketball appears to be behind him. You know, so there, there, there will be some sporting news to consider, but there won't be live action for a while. And my hope is, and I read that earlier the day that Major League Baseball has pushed the start of spring, spring training by the opening day back a couple of weeks. Get all tongue tied here. My apologies. And so, once we get one sport back on the field, I think then everybody else will have a little more confidence, kind of getting out there. Nobody wants to be first. But I think once you have some normalcy, and they'll all kind of come back in mass. And like the NBA has suspended their season, and I'm not an NBA fan or anything, but a lot of people are. It's a huge sport within our within our country. But I believe once we get a couple weeks into this thing, and they learn a whole lot more about infection rates and the spread of this and treatment of this, that you're going to see these things come back sooner rather than later. There's a lot of doomsday prophets out there that will say, hey, this is probably going to get fall football too. I just don't believe that. I think it'll be handled long before then. That's not to say we should remain vigilant, continue to wash our hands and, you know, be careful and, and, and have even, you know, vigilant hygiene. It's an important part of it. I think that's nothing else. This, this virus scare has kind of reinforced some things that we should already be doing anyway. And that's kind of protecting ourselves from illness. You know, it's one of those things that uh, we kind of take for granted. Because we, you know, we live in a country that's got great medical care, and we think oh, it'll be okay. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll bounce back. A lot of not, not a lot of stuff out there that's going to kill an able-bodied person. Don't know if this will either, but we're still learning. We're still learning about all of this, and so, but again, there will be some sports sooner rather than later. They may not be our favorite sports, but I will I will share with you this. We've only missed one game, and that's today. And I, I, right now, I should be preparing to go to Duty Noble Field to play to watch Mississippi State play a baseball game. Many of you should be getting ready to go to the Bridgestone Arena to watch Mississippi State play, probably Florida, in a basketball game. So we haven't even missed a game yet, but it feels like there's been a death in the family. That's, that's how it feels. It feels like there has been something taken from us. And so we're we're just kind of coming to grips with all of this, and that's the thing that I I look at and I think it, it becomes such a big part of our daily lives. If you're a person on social media and you follow all the the podcasts, you know you know Thunder Lightning and my show and others, you know it's become something kind of a go to part of your day. It's like hey, listen, I, I live outside of the state of Mississippi, and listen, if you live in Mississippi, you probably unless you live in Jackson, you probably probably need some sports talk radio, some quality sports talk radio. But let's just say you live in Colorado. They're not going to talk about Mississippi State on the radio unless something bad's happening. And so I know this has become a part of your daily life. You know, it's like, you know, listen, I'm going to go listen to my guys talk about my team. So we're going to continue to do that as best we can. But I also understand it's it's a there is a there is a sober reality that the things that we love and hold dear is part of our daily lives whether it be arguing about, you know, Ben Howland, or arguing about if we're underachieving in basketball, if we're uh, speculating about Mike Leach in football, and we're talking about is Mississippi State good enough to get back to Omaha this year, that, all that's been taken away from us. And uh, it's I will never take for granted. I, don't, I think I was a pretty good steward of my love and attention and everything else when it came to sports. You know, every time that I go to Dirty Noble Field, I always feel like the luckiest guy in the world. It's never worked to me. I never feel like that I'm going to work when I go cover that ball game. 
And I worked throughout the whole game. But it's kind of a labor of love because I love Mississippi State baseball. I love Mississippi State basketball. I love Mississippi State football. And the next time that I get to go watch the Maroon and White play, it's going to mean a lot. It's going to take on some added importance to me. Because here I was moving along on Tuesday and Wednesday thinking, you know what, man, I cannot wait to see us play Arkansas. We we got to take two out of three against Arkansas. And now we're not going to play. And it's not anybody's fault. And who do you blame? You know, and, and I've read all this nonsense and people get, I want to politicize all this. Listen, people are just as dead no matter who's at fault. It's just one of those things you look at. Well, the Chinese government did that and Chinese government did that. And, you know, it's all true. But the bottom line is it, it doesn't save me anything. Figuring out who to blame doesn't profit us anything. We just got to deal with this and we'll make it through this together. We absolutely will. Speaking of making through some things, our friends at Roman are happy to help you. I don't know if you know this, and, and this is probably going to be even more convoluted now. But if you live in a major city, chances are it's a 29-day wait, 29-day wait to get in front of a doctor face-to-face. And if you're dealing with a condition like erectile dysfunction, you don't want to wait around. You might have a hot date. You might have an anniversary coming up. Maybe it's a chronic issue for you. Maybe it's not. But you want to get treatment. That's the bottom line. Our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor license in your state, all from the comfort of your own home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab your phone or computer and complete a free online visit, and you'll hear back from a licensed physician in the United States within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides the treatment's right for you, Roman's Pharmacy can ship your medication to you free within two days. You also get free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor anytime you have questions or just want to adjust your treatment plan. With Roman, there are no commitments. You can cancel anytime. It's not like that RCA record thing where you're required to buy three records, you know, at full price. So if you're struggling with erectile dysfunction, go to GetRoman.com forward slash Boneyard. Again, that's GetRoman, G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com forward slash Boneyard for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. So let's look at a couple other things. Uh, recruiting continues. That's one of the things that the, uh, the, the SEC and NCAA are kind of in concert here. There will not be any on-campus visits during the month of March. So we're essentially in a dead period. No face-to-face contact of any kind. You can't go off campus to see recruits, and recruits can't come to you. And so you can still have conversations telephonically and on social media and all that stuff, but there will be no face-to-face contact. And again, we're again just trying to keep, you know, what's it called? Um, personal separation is what they're calling it. So everybody's got a chance to kind of self-quarantine and kind of stay away right now. But uh, we are still recruiting players to come play at Mississippi State because we are going to continue to play sports. It's important that people understand that. This is a temporary situation. And while we're not playing games, we weren't playing football games anyway. And we might have some delayed practices, but uh, other activities continue. Mississippi State continues to recruit football players. We continue to try to set up visits, so we kind of let them know that we're trying to establish a relationship with them. There's not going to be a lot of reason for the contact period anyway, because most of these schools are probably going to go ahead and cancel spring practice. Spring football practice is uh, something that's very essential, especially when it comes to college. But in high school, I think a lot of people will deem those activities is unnecessary 
And so there's not going to be a lot of that anyway. During the contact period, college coaches can't go out and sit down and legally have conversations with guys face-to-face anyway on their high school campus. You can go by and you can see the kid and you can watch him practice. You can go by the, the guidance counselor's office and pick up a copy of a transcript. You can meet with the coach. But there's not a lot of face-to-face recruiting activity anyway. I've always thought that's kind of a silly rule, but it's a rule nonetheless. And so those processes have been put on pause as well. It's important to kind of understand that. So we're not going to be out recruiting. We're not going to have guys on campus, but we are going to continue to talk to them. We are going to tell them, you know what, we're looking forward to you being a Bulldog. So we're going to be co- continue to cover recruiting. We won't be able to recap visits because it won't be taking place. But we, Paul Jones and I are going to remain in contact with recruits. And we're going to have information for you about how good these things are going and building relationships are. And listen, I'm not going to ask a bunch of kids about the coronavirus. I'm going to ask kids about football because that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about football. What made you pick football? What schools are you considering? Why was football the right sport for you? Do you play any other sports? Who's important in your life? Who, when you, who, who do you think about when you get ready to, to go put on a football field? helmet when you get out there and get ready to go play sports who do you who do you think about who's your motivation who are the people in your corner what songs do you listen to i want to know all that stuff i don't want to talk about this virus there's there's going to be enough people talking about that i think we need some normalcy in our lives and so i want to talk sports and eventually once we get through these next couple of shows my hope is we don't have to talk about this virus thing until ever we're getting ready to reinstate and get going again I don't want to belabor the point and everybody have these opportunities to, to, to kind of get away from all the news and the rhetoric and all that and, uh, and to come here to hear more of that stuff. I want this to kind of be a haven of sorts where you come here about sports and you hear about recruiting, you hear about kids that want to go to Mississippi State. That's what I want to talk about. And so in the weeks to come, that's going to be kind of the focus. Recruiting, where are they now type stuff. And speaking of that, I interviewed Mitch Moreland earlier this week. For the next book, I'm gonna. That's the one of the things too. Since we don't have any games to cover or press conferences to attend, I'm gonna get way ahead on the sequel to Stark Villains. I interviewed Mitch Moreland earlier this week. He was so gracious with his time, getting ready to go play a ball game. Told me that uh, his college roommate Chad Crosswhite was down there with him right now, and that Brian Lenenfa was there just a couple of weeks ago. We went and had dinner and watched a ball game, and it's so great to think that those guys are still connected. You know, Mitch is a guy obviously that's from Mississippi. And, Grew up wanting to be a bulldog and and uh, came to Mississippi State, so there really wasn't a decision to make for him. Mississippi State was always where he wanted to be, but the fact that he's still so connected with those guys and and uh, that they feel such a bond and they're so grateful to be a part of Mississippi State baseball's family, uh, it's really really cool. And you know, Mitch is a guy that's had a huge career. Mitch is a guy that's been in the major leagues now for a long time. Won a call it one one a. World Series ring with the Red Sox. And you begin to look at all this and you begin to think, you know, it seems like forever ago that, that Mitch was striking out a hitter against Clemson. And I was kind of describing that moment with Mitch. And I said, you know, Mitch, it was kind of an iconic moment. We had been to Omaha in forever. And we'd never won a Super Regional. And you struck out that guy from Clemson and everybody rushed the field and they dogpiled and we were going to Omaha. I said, how'd that feel? He goes, man, I get chills right now just hearing you describe it. It's because there's something special about wearing that M over S. Baseball just means a little something more here in Starkville, Mississippi. And so those are the things that I want to focus on. I want to focus on the things that that we are going to return to sooner rather than later. 
And uh, it was so great to talk to Mitch. And I've got some other players that I'm going to talk to. And I'm going to come here and talk to you guys about all that. I'll say some stuff for the show. Because I think it's important to be reminded of what we're, you know, kind of what we're missing. And we're going to have again. And we're going to win a national championship in baseball. I, I believe that. I, I believe that with all of my heart. And I'm so ready to get that first one. Because as soon as we get that first one, I'm going to be jumping for that second one. I know you guys feel the same way. We love Mississippi State. We love Mississippi State baseball. We want to be successful in all fields of play. And it's a shame that we're not getting a chance to, to continue playing, but it is what it is. And just because we're not playing ball doesn't mean you can't rep the brand. You go to canvasbookmark.net. Stan Ray, Miss Kathy Brown, the lovely, talented Susie, everybody down there will treat you like family because you are family. One of the things that I'm going to encourage people to do is support our startable businesses, even though you can't come up here. Because, listen, these people depend on you and these ballgame weekends to support their business and feed their families. And you know what? Maybe you can't get here, but you can shop online. You can do that at campusbookmark.net. You can buy that maroon and white merch. You can have it sent directly to your home. There's probably going to be a lot more online shopping with what we're dealing with right now. You're going to want those Mississippi State threads. Mom, we all want them. Please order them for us. On behalf of Dad and the kids, I'm begging you, please order some new Mississippi State clothing. Go to campusbookmart.net and use promo code BSR, which stands for Beautiful Steve Robertson. And that'll get you free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. Any order less than $50, absolutely incomplete. So one of the things that people have asked us is, well, Steve, what is the coverage plan for you guys over at Gene's Page and you know, the Boneyard and Rose Bowl After Dark and all that stuff? The first thing that I'll tell you is we're not going anywhere. You know, we're not we're not going away. You know, we're used to having an off season. You know, and it's usually we usually only have about a month when there's nothing going on. Usually we have like some summer camps and and summer football, and we'll get back to that. We'll have some of that this summer, but uh, we're going to continue to provide you guys with great coverage. You know, we are in contact with the university now about uh, interviews over the phone. You know, I'm sure that they don't want to do a lot of media opportunities in the offseason. But we're trying to work that out so we can do some coaching and player features. And we'll have a lot of that, you know, in the days ahead. You know, Mississippi State wants to get their message out, too. And so we're trying to make it easy for them. We've reached out, spoke to Brandon Langlois, who replaced Bill Martin. Brandon's been here for a couple of years as a primary contact for football with Bill Martin moving to Tennessee. Brandon has taken that position. And I've mentioned to Brandon, I said, hey, listen, you know, we we got work to do, too. And uh, I know you guys, uh, you know, have players and coaches and people like that that, uh, you know, that, that need to be interviewed. They're of interest. Our fans need something to focus on of a positive nature. And so we're working through all of that. And we're going to have a ton of recruiting coverage. Baseball recruiting, I was speaking to Gene Swindar earlier. We've got over 50 baseball signees and commitments. We're going to update them all. We're going to find out what's going on with them. We're going to find out, um, you know, what their expectations are when they get to Mississippi State. We're going to talk Mississippi State over on jeanspage.com. Come by, join us. Join the discussion over on our message boards. We're going to spend a lot of time there. We're going to have a lot more time to do it because we're not going to be on the road traveling the games for a little bit. So it's a chance for you to come be part of the community. And it's another thing to, uh, again, let me encourage you as your friend here, because I am your good friend and host. A lot of that stuff on social media. And a lot of the stuff on the news networks, all it does is make you sick. It just makes you sick. And so we want to be a positive place for you. We want you to be able to come and kind of get an escape from all that nonsense. And listen, 
There are going to be people, some of the biggest threads on the message boards right now are about coronavirus. It's because it's also fresh. But that'll all begin to fade as people kind of get bored with all that. And we're going to be there to provide you content about the Mississippi State Bulldogs. So I encourage you to come over there and join us. Uh, you know, we're, we're trading ideas now. We're, again, we're looking at some where are they now type stuff. And we're going to get a little deeper into depth chart. We're going to look at recruiting needs. None of that's going away. Just because spring sports have been arrested doesn't mean that uh, our love and passion for the coverage of Mississippi State has, uh, has faltered in any way whatsoever. So come by, say hello, and listen, if you're gonna be if you're gonna be holed up, go ahead and get you a copy of Flim Flam and Stark Villains. Go to StarkVillainsTheBook.com. Go ahead and do it now. Because many of you are thinking, well, what am I gonna do? Well, maybe pick up a book and read a little bit. Well, I'm not normally a reader. Well, this is not normal times. And you're gonna need some things to make you feel good about life. There's 22 chapters in Stark Villains. Mississippi State wins all 22. StarkVillainsTheBook.com. That's where you'll be able to find the next book, too. And if you're looking for Stark Villains merch, you can find that at StarkVillains.com. You, too, can get a Stark Villain shirt or hoodie to basically terrorize the other SEC fans around you and let them know that uh, you don't mind wearing the black hat and being the bad guy. Because Mississippi State's on the verge of some big things. We've had a couple of really big years. I think we're on the verge of some really big things, and you guys feel it, too with football season coming up, and it will come up. Again, this too shall pass. There have been a lot of things that have come up over the years. You know, I remember after 9-11, I wondered if we'd ever be whole again. We played South Carolina in a Thursday night game. We didn't win the game, but I remember thinking how great it was for Mississippi State to be the first the first game back, and it allowed America to be, kind of begin to heal a little bit, thinking, you know what, we will kind of move forward. We will move, we will, we will, will move on if I can ever get it out. You've got a similar situation with this New Mexico-Mississippi State game, New Mexico State, whichever game it is. You've got a chance to have that on a Thursday night game. That could be the first real sporting event that matters, especially on the college level. And so it could be another opportunity for Mississippi State to kind of lead the university, the state, the region, the country, into a nature of healing. And so my hope that that's the case. And I will be back on Monday. We'll talk about whatever developments happen over the weekend. We'll begin to talk more recruiting. We're going to spend a lot of time talking to recruits this weekend to kind of get a sense of where they are, what's going on with them. I'll have a chance to share that with you. And uh, you just never know what's going to pop up between now and then. But, uh, again, we're going to continue to do our best to bring a quality programming and remind you that being a Mississippi State Bulldog is a, a very cool, cool thing. But, folks, it's going to do it for today. Look forward to seeing you all very, very soon. But until next time, let's all live our lives in a way we'll make more friends than enemies and people can see a difference in the way we live.